Welcome to the Transformation Goddess Divine Feminine Spotlight. I'm your host, Shan Vanderleek, founder of TransformationGoddess.com and PodcastBath.com. The intention of the Divine Feminine Spotlight is to share transformational stories of women who have learned to walk in beauty with the strength, courage, and pleasure of claiming their feminine sovereignty. I know you will enjoy listening in to one of the most popular interviews I had the pleasure of hosting as part of the Goddess Talk Sessions global event. I invite you to light a candle, kick your feet up, and get ready to be inspired by a woman who walks in beauty. Today it's my pleasure to introduce you to Lucinda Ray. Lucinda is the founder of Prosperity Branding, where your life calling merges with your feminine expression and online presence. She crafts visual brands from her brand archetype process to create stunning websites, including women's portrait photography, artful visionary graphics coming together with strategic marketing to create an unforgettable and lucrative presence to support your spiritual leadership and legacy. Lucinda lives in a sunshiny small rural town in California where she loves making artwork to inspire the light divine within. Being mother to her lively boys, devoting her life to self-mastery and growth, and expressing the beauty and love of the holy feminine within. Welcome, Lucinda. Thank you. So good to be here. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm really glad that you said yes. And reading your bio, you know, I'm just like, oh my gosh. I just I love it because you are living in in practicing self-mastery and growth and you're a mama and an artist and and so connected to the divine feminine and it's uh so I just feel like yeah I'm honored to be I'm honored, honored to be talking to you today woman thank you <laughs> yeah, you're reading that I'm like oh yeah that's me that is oh you God. right right yeah. oh my gosh before we before we came together today uh, I have a you know sacred practice before every interview where I smudge and pray and just get really grounded and and then pull a goddess card and today the card that came up for our time together and for you is butterfly maiden transformation and uh and i just it just cracked me up i mean it's such a beautiful picture and it could be you uh oh, wow. in this picture it's just surrounded by butterflies and this flowing white dress and the message is that you are experiencing enormous change right now which brings great blessings. And I wonder how that resonates with you. That is really wild that that's the card. And just I'm just grinning widely over here. Um, that was my first totem that I was aware of when I was a child for probably the majority of my life was the butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course it was. Yes. And it's, um, you know, I work with the archetypes. As you know, the, um, in branding and also just in life, um, you know, that are the stories of you know, the deep stories within us. And alchemist, which is the magician, which is my number one archetype because core value of that is transformation. So I could go on and on about this. Right, story. right. <laughs> Literally, my life has just been one transformation after another after another. And this is really my lifetime for transforming and, and seeking that self-mastery through every level of transformation along the way. I mean, like, it's just constantly, plus I'm 
got like four Scorpio on my chart. So there's a lot of transformational energy, if you know what I mean. I do. I do. <laughs> oh, wow. Beautiful. Oh, good. I'm glad. Let's let's talk about, uh, kind of sh share a snapshot of what your life looks like right now. Transformation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, my life is is definitely in um, an upward spiral towards something new and creating new um, structures in my business and how I help people in the world, um, new arrangements with my family. Um, I just got a new Labradoodle. <laughs> um, she's a wonderful addition to my family. Aw, what's her name? Her name's Carly. It was um, Harley, and we just put a C on the beginning. Oh, that's great. Yes, so new dog, and so she's uh, my new personal trainer. <laughs> Two walks a day. There you go. Yeah, it's great. And so it's really nice to get out into the world and get around the neighborhoods more. And um, it's amazing what comes through when you just walk a dog. Like it's very, you know, contemplative, and uh, which is one of my, you know, regular practices is contemplation. So walking the dog is a new one for me. She's just been in my family for two weeks now. So. Oh, that's great. Yeah, and um, I've been painting more and having that as a form of expression, you know, with um, all the computer work that I do. So it's wonderful to get um, the painting out. And I'm going to be having one of my first art shows in September at a local uh, restaurant in Santa Barbara. So. Oh, my gosh, that's so exciting. I love Santa Barbara, too. What a great place oh. to show your art. I know, really. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I've got all this divine feminine art to bring into this um, restaurant and lounge. <laughs> like right on, bring the divine feminine into um, into the world. So. Oh, great! And I've I've seen some of your paintings online, and um, you are very talented, uh, both talented painter and photographer. So it's uh, congratulations. That's something to celebrate. Thank you. Yeah, it's really lovely. The um, hauling them all in the back of my little car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, looking forward to it. Mm. Let's let's talk a bit about some of the teachings that are guiding you on your path of transformation and feminine sovereignty. Yes, so for the past year I've really deepened in prayer. It's um a huge part of my life like throughout the day, um my morning and evening practice and I've just really deepened with it. I go into kind of an inquiry process and the con contemplative process. I notice if there's any emotions that need to be brought up and, and really process through that. And I, I pray out loud and I call on my, you know, my divine feminine intercessors and whatever feels appropriate at the time, the archangels, um, and, and just really work with that. And it's just been really the biggest transformational growth of my life spiritually when I've, you know, and um, sit down to do it and practice it and really you know, activate the willpower to do it every day. And when stuff comes up, I, I just really take it to heart to process through it. So that's really helping me become the most um, sovereign, I would say, as I've been throughout my whole life, you know, in, in claiming more leadership in my life, more creating my own reality, creating my own mindset, you know, elevating my consciousness, um, connecting to my clients, praying for my clients, you know, just mm -hmm. everything has just become this really deep in place in prayer. And I do it out loud. You know, I've, I've been a meditator for years and years and years, and I still practice that. 
and the prayer is like very interactive. It feels very interactive with, you know, the astral realm and the divine realm and this realm, you know, this manifested realm. So it's a really powerful way, I would say, that I've, um, I can transform the energies to create what I want. Oh, my it's, goodness. That's so great. It's amazing. So that's the biggest one. Um, and what and what led you to more prayer? Was it just a knowing that that this is where this is where I want to go next? This is this the holier place of prayer is was just calling you, or that's a good question. You know, I've um, so I lived in a meditation community for about eight years um, and left there two years ago, and we did some prayer, um, and I just had. And then I'd been in a prayer group for part of that time separately, which we got together and we just prayed. We prayed for each other. We prayed for our families. This and, that. Mm -hmm. and I found um, there was a shift where that I wanted to, I wanted to increase my self growth. I noticed like I had a, a mirror of a man actually in my life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was a catalyst who had been, you know, it was farther on the path, you know, right. and I, I had this mirror showing me like, Oh, I want to be more like this and this and this. And so I really just started praying and, and then I felt myself shifting and really, really claiming and taking charge for who I want to be in this world. It's just been the most, um, you know, for me, it's been the most activating transformational way to, you know, align the emotions, the heart, the soul, and, um, you know, really cultivate that mind power to, to move and to work obviously with the divine and that's where it's I mean where it all starts mm -hmm. brings it into reality mm. and I've I've just asked and I've I've worked with it and, and I've watched things shift so yeah you know, and that's when things shift and you see like miracles unfold in your life or you see um the change that you wanted or you know the money comes in or the this or the that it, you know, it, it, it increases your faith, if you will, or your, you know, your power to, to do what you want to move forward in that way. So it kind of is an unfolding and veiling process for me. And I've just been really deepening over the past year. Well, that's excellent. Thank you for sharing. I, I think that, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of our listeners are in that place or headed toward that place. Yeah. And, uh, and there's just something so beautiful about a prayer mm -hmm. practice. And what I find is, the more I pray, the more I want to pray, the more it's just, just really this very natural, it's not always sitting and clearing and lighting a can, you know, sometimes mm -hmm. it's praying, walking down the beach. Sometimes right. it's praying, uh, while I'm feeding my chickens or, you know, hanging out with, uh, with, um, my family to just stop and give thanks in that moment. And, uh, lots of communion with, uh, Archangel Michael and not and not always in a warrior way, but um, but we have we have a connection. So yeah, <laughs> right. So uh, so I get oh, it. I get it. And and I'm grateful that you shared that. Uh, you said, give yourself permission to express yourself as a facet of the divine diamond, and shine in the world as your unique, authentic self. Tell me about the inspiration for this quote. You wrote that? <laughs> oh gosh. Um, you did. I know. I love it. Uh, the channels that come through. Um, oh my gosh. Well, we are all children of God, the divine goddess, whatever you know word you 
resonates with your heart for the divine. And we are here in this beautiful, precious, sacred, wonderful life. And, you know, here on Earth School to, to really learn and to love and to walk in beauty, as you would say. And, and, and really, um, you know, who are we else to be but not that radiant, um, amazing facet? You know, so we all have this unique ability to, to channel beauty or channel light or truth or you know whatever it is to hear to do in our own expressions and our businesses and our parenting and you know our day-to-day -day activities and so it's you know it's really up to each of us to be as magnificent and glorious and attractive and magnetic and radiant and beautiful as we can be and so it's just um you know because we're all children of the light whatever you, you know daughters of the light however you want to call that um, we're here to be as amazing as we can. And it's really what I've learned and I keep learning more and more. It's really up to us to author our own lives. So it's just like, we just got to claim it and really claim that sovereignty and just, you know, will it into being and to work through whatever karma or lessons or whatever you want to call that and to clear them and to move through into that um, through whatever practices that you know, accelerate that. But I just, really, I just love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. And, and I keep learning this and I'm getting it in more and more layers. And the, and the more I get it, it's like, oh, yeah, the more power that I can create around that. And the more I release, like, um, fear of being powerful or fear of being bright and shiny or having shame around being magnificent. Because some of us have stories around, like, oh, well, I can't be bright and shiny because then I'll make that person feel small or, or I'm just small and I'm not worthy enough to be bright and shiny or, you know. I so, I can totally, re I can totally relate with that because uh, the nature of my personality is to be the, you know, the bright and shiny, uh, even though I'm very introverted, but the, the power, the energy, the whatever it is that is all around me is not meant to be small. Yeah. And for many, many years, it was easier for me to make myself smaller. It absolutely was because then it made somebody else more comfortable. Yes. And I can tie it back to uh, bullying in middle school, some of it, mm. uh, which, which, which a lot of women in circle with us can, if they do the work, can start to see where some of it comes up, you know, with my, maybe with siblings or with bullying or with... Um, being told that children are seen and not heard or, you know, yeah. all of the stuff that, that can come up. So I totally get that, that I, you know, and again, to give ourselves permission to express ourselves in that gorgeous, beautiful, big way is what a gift. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, just look at this creation, look at the, the mountains or Niagara Falls or, you know, the, the like the the manifested realm even and you know we have we can tap into so much even beyond the manifested realm but yeah we are meant to be big and beautiful i love that that you've had that experience too tangibly how how do you relate to your body and your sexuality and your <laughs> and your power as a divine feminine woman mm, boy this has been a journey for me for sure um I, yeah, so when I was younger, I didn't quite relate to my body. I very much lived in the upper realms or out of body, you know, connecting to the beyond. 
um, very imaginative, and I still a lot of times am in the beyond, <laughs> um, you know, or I could say connected to the divine. So it's been quite the journey to to live in my body and this in this worldly, you know, existence. Um, so I've learned over the years to love my body and to, you know, feed it well and to nurture it and really like accept it. But it's definitely been a process for me. Um, now I just love it. I love every inch of it. And part of the process was just, you know, learning that I have this amazing sacred miracle of a temple to, you know, express the divinity from. And I've over, you know, overcame emotional eating over the years and, you know, I've been green juicing twice a day. Really, I've had a lot of transformation in the past year and a half. And I actually lost 20 pounds over the past year or so of just... Um, just making better choices for yourself. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's great. Yeah. And so to, to learn to love my body and, and, but yet, you know, I've always appreciated sexuality and the sensual realms with you know, the right individual or with myself <laughs> and it's been, right. um, you know it's it's such an important I think for women um to really land in our body and, and do practices that really connect to beautiful nature and you know the way I did that for many years was like hiking or um and where lately I like to get my feet on the earth you know facing the sun and, and just really get grounded and just really feel the divine flow and connection that's you know, coursing, channeling through me and, and then into the earth, you know, and it's to get grounded in that way. Um, so, and I love to express that. I love to belly dance or, you know, undulate around the house. Sure, you know, sure. And really just allow that, you know, expression. Because I, I think we're, I mean, not to say just women, but it's especially important for women to connect to our bodies, you know, as those of us who have bared children or, or not, any ways it's, you know, we're just so, um, we're connected to that, so. And I yeah. think, and I think, too, that the learning to love every wrinkle, every curve, every bump, every bone, every bit of our bodies exactly as we are. And if you want to make changes, you know, like you said, you just, you just started to make some changes. Imagine how a couple of green drinks change, can change your life. I mean, you're, mm -hmm. you're living proof that adding, and that's, that's what I find because I, I struggle uh, with food sometimes in that, um, not so much with the food, but I will fall into old patterns with food. Right. And then I'll come back out of them because I, because I know what I need to do. I know what my body wants. And I know really uh, I prefer to have a bowl of cherries over, a piece of chocolate cake. I, I truly do, or superfoods and how important they are. But sometimes uh, when when things get really hairy or I'm juggling too much or I'll fall back into old patterns where I'm not eating the, the very freshest, best, and most, you know, best choice for a meal. You know, it's easier to order a pizza than mm -hmm. it is to chop right. up all the veggies and make a stir fry sometimes. Right. Which is which is fine on occasion as long as we're not uh, you know constantly uh, calling the pizza delivery or you know or whatever. But mm -hmm. to to be able to con make those better choices and really honor this body, this beautiful mm -hmm. body that we have been given to mm -hmm. experience this lifetime. 
Yeah. Keep making little changes and keep making better choices and and right. and when you don't just start again. Exactly. And not have the guilt and shame or this and that around it. It's so easy to just go into that mode of, oh, I did it and just give up or, you know, so it's more of the, um, yeah, just to be in that place of nourishment. Like right. Keep giving your body nourishment. Yeah. Right. And asking, asking your body, what do you need? Mm-hmm. What do you need? Yeah. Uh, divine feminine way of doing it too. It's like just really like listening, you know, the practices of listening from the body to attune, you know, what feels good in the body. And, yes. And food wise too, you know, maybe sure. I had a chocolate cake once in a while. Or... Right, right. Well, and that's, <laughs> yeah, you know, that's the thing is, is that if we take the time to listen or even pause before making a cho- one choice over another, just the pause mm-hmm. can sometimes yeah. change things up. Well, that's so, that. Yeah, sorry. You know, go that's ahead. That, that's that feminine way of receiving. It's it like, is. Yeah. It is. How about the power piece of this question? How how do you relate to to your power? Yeah, so with the body, I mean, so I kind of see it all interconnected when I'm really in tune with my body and in my feminine flow and connected to the divine and, you know, really sourcing that energy and really claiming that that's where I'm in my power. It's really about, for me, um, tuning into my intuition and, and hearing, you know, the voice of my conscience and hearing that um, ability to receive what it is that I need and leading from that way. So that to me, that's, that's the power that um, I lead from in my life and you know, give myself the, you know, authority from the self that nothing is I mean, obviously, I, I live in this amazing, beautiful world, and I love my relationships. My intimate connections are important. But to really, I've really learned um, to not give my power away to other people. I'm still learning this. You know, it's a, I think it's a life practice for me. But to really just be deepened in, you know, hearing that within myself. And uh-huh. um, well, and you're not you're certainly not alone in that piece. I, there are so many of us who have learned or you know to give our power away. Mm-hmm. Um, and and when you start to reclaim it again, and when you uh, really find that voice, find your voice, allow yourself to be seen, allow yourself to be photographed by somebody like you that can really pull out that diamond. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. That that's such a powerful and courageous move for many of us. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. It's allowing our exactly. It's allowing ourselves to be seen and back to the like just be brilliant and giving our permission for that. Absolutely. Yeah. What what comes up for you? What bubbles in your heart uh, when you hear me say the phrase "walking in beauty"? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm. I'm looking at my painting. As soon as you said Michael Archangel Michael earlier, I'm looking at a painting I created where. It's a self-portrait of a vision I had, and she, I'm in this flowing white gown, like, you know, chiffon, like, flowing up the ankles, and there's this massive presence of Archangel Michael, like, above her, like, with the light channeling down, and she's walking, like, where there's, um, the vision I had was there was, like, demons and darkness and just gnarly, you know, crap around her, and she just walks so sovereignly right down this path and like the divine was just at her back and you know she had it like she was afraid of nothing and like this you know and it's really um to me it's it's beauty it represents 
her and her grace and her her feminine beauty in this world, like taking everything in and unshakably, unshakably, unapologetically just being herself, just um, living her life, doing, you know, what she needs to do while, while loving and keeping her heart open to all things. But God, beauty is such a, it's such a beautiful word. You know, it's such a, there's so much breadth, 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 and I can't say the words, um, breadth and depth to it. And, you know, it's just really being a part of this creation and allowing ourselves to walk in this creation as beauty, as like the rose, you know, as the feminine expression of the divine, um, you know, which is the divine feminine as this, in this creation. Um, so allowing ourselves to be the rose, to be fragrant like the rose, to spread our petals, you know, into our fullest and just to receive that light and allow those around us to enjoy the fragrance and to share the fragrance of that rose and just to really show up. And so it's interesting that I'm looking at this painting right now. <laughs> <laughs> and she's and, literally and, walking in that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also interesting that on the, uh, the goddess guidance Oracle card, the maiden is wearing a white chiffon dress. She has <laughs> the butterfly wings behind her. Behind that is darkness. In front of her is light butterflies oh and yeah so when you were talking about that I'll, I'll, it was just like chills um oh. yeah so <laughs> so there we have it there we are uh let's i know that uh, many of the women in circle with us today would like to hear about some of your very favorite sacred feminine self-care practices we know you walk your dog and we know that and we know that you pray what else do what else do you enjoy doing I love to dance. So like I mentioned earlier, um, I love to just put on the music and I'm working on just doing it when people are around or not. But I, you know, usually it's private practice where I just really um, dance really slowly to like my favorite music and just really get down into my hips and to really get into my body. And just, I just like to undulate, you know, like very watery and just feel the, feel my femininity. Um, it connects me back to that sensuous place. It connects me back to the body, back to the earth, you know, out of the, out of the mind, um, out of the busyness of life, you know, and just really gets me back into my center. Do you have, do you have some favorite music right now that you like to uh, dance to? Yeah, what is, I mean, it really is like, it depends on the day, <laughs> um, but I like to do um, more, not like necessarily belly dance music, but more like, uh, like Buddha lounge stuff. Or, okay, okay. So, I like the bass. <laughs> yeah, me too, me too, absolutely. Yeah. And, and the thing that, that's so wonderful about dancing is, it, it's not like you have to go to a dance class. I mean, you find a good piece of music and just allow yourself to shake your ass. It's yeah. it's wonderful, even if it's five minutes. Seriously. Yeah, five minutes. That's right. Five I minutes is really all you need. I know it. I have a, I have a little iPod uh, set up in, in the bathroom with a little speaker set up. It's I don't even know how old it is, but thankfully it still works. And I have a, a wonderful uh, playlist that has a million songs on it. And, and every once in a while, 
that, that song will come up, whatever song it is, uh, after a shower or before a bath or, or whatever, and to just even dancing in the bathroom before, <laughs> you know, it, it, and just cracking myself up and at the same time just loving it, just loving it. Right, right. To seriously just be lighthearted about it. Exactly. This or that. You don't have to be a fancy dancer. No. Like move and have fun. Yeah, and jumping for joy, actually, I haven't been doing it lately, but that was a practice for a long time. I actually would jump for like six to ten minutes straight. I know it sounds like a lot. It's kind of. Oh, my gosh, that is a lot. You have to work your Kegel muscles. Yeah, right? (laughs) But um, it's good. You know, it's one way to do it. But it really is uplifting and it, it like you have to go beyond like the, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. But you're like laughing and having fun. And it's like and then you just get so beyond and it's just the most amazing uplifting uh, practice. And you can oh, my it. gosh. That sounds like a blast. <laughs> that is. might have to that might be something that I invite my daughter to do with me. Yeah, seriously. It's a great thing for kids. <laughs> and really, if, if they're having a hard moment, like. If you're, you know, in a funk or in, it's like the last thing you want to do. So if you can actually get yourself to do that, it shifts energy. Like, sure. So. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And I love watering my garden. I know it sounds kind of. Oh, me awesome. too. I love the water coming out of the hose and smelling like tomatoes that are about to fruit right now. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I totally, I, I don't have vegetables, but I have herbs and I have flowers and uh, what a, what a gift to just do all I can to keep these beauties thriving and letting them know that I love them and I'm so grateful. No. Oh, you know, in northern Michigan, it's a little bit different scene than in California. So, so right now I have uh, my white orchid just rebloomed. I guess it's probably been two weeks ago. Um, you know, got it to bloom for the second time, uh, which made me happy. And then also I have a uh, another plant downstairs that is out that's out that I winter and uh, and then put out and it's um, a stephanotis plant that is a vine with a little white gorgeous they smell so good I think it might be related to jasmine but mm. to get it to bloom you know it's just talking to her watering her skip it misting her oh no some of the buds are starting to drop you know what is going on it's fun it's right. a wonderful way when you're when you're nurturing your plants and you're nurturing yourself, you're nurturing the earth. I mean, it's right. it's beautiful. It is beautiful. It's a practice of, of yeah. I love that nurturing and patience and watching things grow and like back to the transformation. And sure, start with the seed or the seedling, and then you get the fruit. Right. 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 <laughs> it is a feminine practice, I think, to grow a garden. No doubt. <laughs> Completely. No doubt. Flowers sound wonderful. Oh, they, you know, and I get to, uh, I got very lucky 11 years ago when I moved into this wonderful 100-year-old craftsman home. Mm. Uh, the woman who lived here before me loved flowers as well. And she had, there's no doubt that she had somebody, a, a landscaper, you know, somebody who knew what they were doing, help her um, so that there was always something in bloom. Mm. And so I'm so grateful to her that I inherited that and then could add my mm-hmm. own so that there's always something. I love that. I love that. It's so important to, um, I was going to say that's another important thing for me to have fresh flowers in the house all the time whenever possible. So I love that you actually just grow it yourself and have it, have it blooming. It's perfect. It creates such an energy of beauty in the home. It really does. And one of the, the things that I learned 
last year, I think it was, um, we use a lot of olive oil. We love to cook, and uh, so I will buy the cans of olive oil, the big cans that sometimes have really pretty uh, labeling, or not really labeling, it's right in the, the container itself. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but um, so. yeah, it's like a tall container. Anyway, they're beautiful, and I thought, oh, I wonder, I'm going to take the top off of this thing and make it into a vase for flowers oh, and then all of a sudden I've got I've got you know friends and family like oh my gosh I want one and so I'm like well it, it'll take some time but you know <laughs> as we go through these and so eventually my my mother got one and my mother-in-law got one and then went to a dinner party and took one and uh, you know just ah uh, to be able to to bring my own flowers in and yeah ah anyway I could talk I about that, that a lot yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> So you have put together a really juicy gift for the ladies in our circle today. Tell us about it. Yeah, thanks. Um, you know, in my business world, I talk about how to, you know, really express yourself and allow yourself to be seen and beautiful and to really be that facet of the divine diamond. And so in my business world, I, I help people do that in branding and photo shoots and websites and things. And so I've made... A five-part video gift series that really talks about the kind of the five main components to um, you know tap into your archetypes and to get seen online and then to create it into a way that you know brings in money you know through websites and branding and all that and just to really um, allow yourself to be seen as the amazing goddess that you are and so I've created a um, five-part video series for that. Oh, that's so great and very generous. Oh, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, thank you. There's nuggets in there for people. So, And the thing is, is whether you have your own business or not, there's nuggets in there for, for all of us to, be, to stand in our power, stand in our beauty, to, to show up um, exactly the way that we are. And, yeah, oh. it is. Thank you. It's really about just allowing ourselves to be amazing and, yeah. and just allowing the, the beauty and the brilliance. I think a lot of women, um, yeah, have, you know, to just allow yourself to be beautiful, like stop apologizing for being beautiful in all the ways, because we all are so beautiful. That's, you know, we really are. Here, here. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. I'm, I'm so very, very grateful that you said yes to the Goddess Talk sessions and that we had this beautiful conversation today about transformation and your life and the way that you walk in beauty. If you had just one message to leave us with today, what would that be? Mm. To be liberated from um, holding yourself back, to just really give yourself permission to express your beauty, to express your light, and to shine your truth. Mm. Yeah. Such a precious life. Let's do it. Right on. Beautiful. Thank you, Lucinda. Thank you, Shan. It's awesome. Thanks for listening to the Transformation Goddess podcast. If you're interested in walking in beauty, visit transformationgoddess.com and claim our free audio series.